0: Greetings to you and welcome to this special series on the Holy Spirit and Pentecost. As we journey towards that great celebration, that great feast in the life of the church, Pentecost Sunday, where we receive afresh and anew the spirit and power of the Holy Spirit of God. My name is Joe Hayes and it is my great pleasure and privilege to be speaking to you today about a message on peace, joy and hope in the Holy Ghost. Peace is one of the greatest gifts that our Lord has given to us. Peace, he says. Jesus said, peace I give to you. Peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Peace is one of those great gifts gifts that there is no value that can be put on it. Peace and joy and hope are things that should mark the lives of believers because we know what God's word says. God's word, this is not called good news for no reason. This is good news, what is written in here. And The scriptures that I'm going to share with you today, I believe going to reinvigorate you to believe God that you can experience in your daily life, a deep peace, a deep joy, and a deep hope that is beyond your circumstances, that is based on the promise of Almighty God to you, that He has your provision, your protection, your abundant blessing, in hand for you, if only you believe. Now it says in the book of Romans, chapter 15, verse 13, it says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The word of God is true. God cannot lie, whatever he says, will manifest in your life. If God's word says that we can have joy and peace overflowing, hope overflowing, that is a promise that you can stand on. That is a promise that you can expect to believe. It says also in scripture, in the book of Hosea 4.6, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And that's something that I want to speak to you about today because I know that in my own life, before I began a daily discipline of grounding myself in the Word of God, there were areas of my life that were certainly destroyed. And I can tell you that because I did not know what God's Word said about my life, what He said in His Word, what He promised that I could have, I was living in destruction in certain areas of my life. For example, I didn't know that I could experience on a daily basis a deep and abiding sense of peace. For too many years of my life, my life was up and down, up and down, up and down. My emotions, my sense of ease in life, my direction, it was up and down depending on circumstances and what other people were thinking of me or other people were telling me what they thought I should do. I had my ears open to far too many other voices that were not God. And I can tell you what it ended up in, discombobulation. I don't know what that means in your country, but in Australia, discombobulation means being vexed and confused and torn in lots of different directions. Just not having a clear sense of what God is calling you to. And there was certainly a a long season of my life where too many times I was discombobulated I didn't know where God was leading me because I had too many voices I had people demanding things and people accusing things and different voices from culture and the media and just a sense of there's too many directions where do I go and trying to to stop too many gaps and it ended up in me not having a deep sense of peace in my life but I can tell you that once I committed to a daily, time in the presence of God in His Word and reading what His Word promised me, I can tell you that almost immediately, almost immediately after I committed to a daily practice, my life radically changed and I experienced a radical sense of peace and joy and hope that I had only on rare occasions experienced in my adult Christian life. And I can tell you why. Because the word of God is the word of peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace, he's told us that. We know from Genesis to Revelation, Jesus, God Almighty, is a God of peace. And he says he will promise peace to people who obey him. But it also says in scripture that there will be no rest for the wicked. That's not just a, a proverb and a, a saying for people who are you know, not very nice, that is a sure, promise that wicked people will find no rest, there will be no deep and abiding peace for those who are not walking in the will and the word of God. So that's what I want to encourage you to do today. Abiding in word is actually not just doing something, you know, good for your spiritual life, although that is something that is true, but it's also an act of obedience. By not abiding in God's word every day, we're actually disobeying God. God tells us we are to abide daily in his word. We are to abide every day, saturating ourselves in the truth and the power of what these words say. Because if we don't, we'll end up like Hosea, which says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Part of experiencing the peace of Christ is obeying him, God's voice when even your circumstances don't line up with it. Because I can tell you, Jesus has told us, if we are going to walk in the midst of peace, we are going to need to walk in the midst of God's will, smack bang in the middle of God's will for our life. And something that we need to accept and determine in our hearts to acknowledge is that if we are going to follow 100% God's will for our life, we're going to have to say a big fat no to the things of the world. Because the things of God are an enemy to the things of the world. The things of the world are an enemy to God. God tells us we cannot serve both God and man. We cannot serve both God and the world. We either choose one, which is the way of peace, or the other, which is the way of anxiety, lack of peace, dis-ease. There is no ease when you are walking in the ways of the world, in the ways of sin, in the ways of Satan. But there is a fullness of ease, complete ease, complete flow when you are walking in the middle of God's word. But that is something that we need to practically practice in our daily life because if we are obeying any voice that is not God, we're actually in a sense worshipping that other voice and that is idolatry in the eyes of God. So we need to be seeking and obeying God's word above everything else. If God says that we we can't do something, that we should not do something, we better not do it if god says it is a sin to steal that means we better run from anything that resembles that and that includes dodging taxes that includes things that some people in the world would call acceptable sin not being truthful with your taxes not tithing to the church, that is sin in the eyes of God, that's stealing in the eyes of God. And we are called to radically chase after righteousness and radically run from any sort of sin if we're going to live in that fullness of peace that God promises us. So obeying God's word above everything else and everyone else is one of the first keys to living in that sense of peace. Another one which is closely related to that obedience thing, it is a part of obedience, is detachment from the things of the world. We have a long history in our church, our beautiful Catholic history of saints and scholars and doctors of the church who spoke about holy indifference and holy detachment. It means letting go of everyone and everything that is not God, And that includes letting go of things that are even good. For example, husbands and wives, children, they're good things. But as soon as we exalt them and their opinion and their love even above God, and it is easy to do, but as soon as that happens, our life gets out of order and we end up living our life to serve and please them rather than serving and pleasing God. And as soon as that happens, you are going to be out of order, out of peace. And you're going to end up living life just off kilter and not with that deep and abiding sense of peace and joy that God promises. Now, we have a great history in the life of the church of great saints who rejoiced even in the midst of great trial and great persecution. They leapt for joy. They had such a delighted spirit and a deep and abiding peace and hope because they knew what God's word said, that blessed are those who suffer for the sake of righteousness. We know in the Acts of the Apostles, and we've been reading all of those amazing stories these last few weeks of the life of the early apostles and All of them, pretty much, were greatly persecuted, yet we hear that they rejoiced greatly Uh, when they were judged unfairly and scourged and all sorts of awful things happened to them. they, They went forth rejoicing, counting themselves worthy to suffer for Christ's sake. And so what an example that is for us, that in the midst of trials and tribulations, and hopefully we don't experience some of the terrible things that the early apostles did, but if we do, we can be uh, assured, we have the promise that blessed are they who suffer trials of such kind, for great is their blessing and their promise and their treasure in the kingdom of heaven. But in order to have that promise on the inside of you, to to have that joy, you need to know what God's word says about you. And that is something that completely changed my life. When I got a hold of what God's word said about me, I was able to follow God's plan for my life, no matter if nobody else supported me, no matter what tribulations or trials or obstacles came in my way, I had this grace and this power to just run the race knowing what the prize was. But if we do not know what the prize is and what all of these promises are, and this book that I'm holding up, it's like a treasure chest full of millions of promises that are ours as believers. If we don't know what this is, then we're going to look at our outward circumstances and look at people coming against us and financial woes and sickness and disease and anything else that tries to throw us off course. And our joy and our peace is gonna be lost in a second because the outward circumstances do not look very peace-inducing or joy-inducing. But when we know that God's word says that we will have provision, that healing is ours, that financial provision is ours, that comfort and consolation and the love of Almighty God is ours, then we can look at those outward circumstances as very mere trifling things because we know what the promise is on the other side. And I'm not just talking about the other side as in, in the sweet by and by when we go to heaven, but on the other side, right on this earth, God says that he will provide for us in the day of the living. He says his mercies and kindness are for us now in the, the land of the living, right now, as well as in eternal life in heaven. Now, following the will of God, is going to take great courage. But we know that we don't do it in our own human strength. We do it in the grace of God. But I can tell you that every great saint that ever lived, every great apostle, they had the power to follow the radical call of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, it is a radical. They had the power to do it because their aim, their one focus was pleasing God Almighty, not pleasing man. If that is your focus, you are gonna get thrown off course in a second. But when your focus, your determined focus is to please God and to to please and gratify the Holy Spirit, then you are guaranteed that you are going to not only fulfill your course, but have peace, joy, and hope in the process. In the book of Isaiah, and I love the book of Isaiah, if you need to get some encouragement and some gold on the inside of you about what God's plan is for your life. Get into the book of Isaiah. Everything written in it is for you. It's for us to apply to our daily lives. But in the chapter 55 verse 12, it says, you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. Now this is a word that God spoke directly to my heart. You will be led out with peace. Our God promises to lead us in our daily life with peace. Listening to the Holy Spirit is learning to hear what peace sounds like. The sound of the Spirit of God, the sound of Almighty God is the sound of peace. If you do not have peace about a certain something, you better run from it as fast as you can because the Spirit of God will always, always, always be a spirit of peace. And then we know that when we come to a fork in the road, and don't we come to forks in the road all the time, especially in this current season of the world where we've got so much that's in turmoil and there's lots of things that are happening that are out of our control and lots of choices and decisions to be made. We need to be able to sense the Spirit of God and follow where peace is leading us. Because Jesus says, the Lord says, Peace will lead us. We're not to be led by what's happening in the world. We're not to be led by the world's economy or what or what popular culture is doing or what our friends are doing or what anybody or anything else is telling us to do. But we are to follow where peace is because that is the path to your purpose and the path to being smack bang in the middle of God's will for your life. And I can guarantee because it says it, everywhere in scripture, that being smack bang in the middle of God's will for your life, which is the path of obedience, will be where you will find fullness of joy, fullness of peace, fullness of hope, because they are all the qualities of God and wherever God is, those qualities are. Deuteronomy 28 is one of my favorite chapters in all of the Bible. Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14. Blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be when you come in, blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They will come against you one way, but flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and to everything to which you set your hand. He'll bless you in the land to which the Lord is giving you. He'll establish you as a holy people. The people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will be afraid of you. The Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, the increase of your livestock, the produce of your ground, and in the land of which the Lord swore to give to you. He will make you the head and never the tail, above only and never beneath, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God today. All of these things relate to your life and the blessing that God talks about is the blessing of abundant joy, abundant peace, abundant hope, abundant provision, abundant comfort, counsel, whatever you need, that's in the blessing and it is for whoever obeys the voice of God. So if you want to experience abundant peace, joy and hope, which is the promise, it's the gift, the fruit of the Spirit of God, if you want to experience that and you can you need to get into the word and obey what God's word says and you will live the most abundant, joy-filled, peaceful life that you could ever possibly imagine. Jesus said in scripture, Repent and believe in the kingdom of God. Repentance is such a beautiful, beautiful thing to experience because it leads to redemption and righteousness, regular repentance, coming back to God with contrite hearts, to lay our faults and our sins before him, to honestly look at our heart and to ask God for mercy and forgiveness. This is the gift of the the confession and the gift of reconciliation in the life of the church. We have this facility that enables us to come to God regularly, regularly, regularly to cleanse our heart, to wash our our sins completely away, to blot them all out, receive the gift of salvation and to then live again once once again in righteousness, in right standing with God. And right standing with God means experiencing everything that he said that we can have. That means abundant wisdom, abundant knowledge, abundant everything, including that abundant peace and that abundant purpose, that that clarity of mind and heart, that clarity of life, that focus that each of us desires to live in each day. That is our promise when we, with repentant hearts, come before God and seek Him and His will for our lives daily. My prayer for you today is that Almighty God, the Spirit of Almighty God would come down on you this day and deliver to your spirit The abundant peace, the abundant joy, the abundant hope that is rightfully yours as a child of the Most High God. Close your eyes and let's pray today. Lord God, I know that whoever is watching today is ordained by heaven to receive this message. I've prayed that I would be an unblocked vessel for your power and your love to flow to these people. And I believe it is so. God, I pray that their spirits would receive in fullness the gifts of the Holy Spirit of God, abundant joy and peace and hope, and that clarity of mind, that clarity of purpose that allows us to live smack bang in the middle of God's will for our lives. God, I thank you that these people are going to go forth into their worlds wherever they are on planet Earth, and light up their communities with the love and the power of the Spirit of God. God, we ask all of these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you this day. Have a wonderful Pentecost. Shalom World brings to you the Catholic faith in all its different dimensions. It can be a faith to inspire you in in your own living of your Catholic life in society. Shalom World offers you an opportunity of being rich and strengthened in your family life. We live in a culture that needs to have a Catholic presence. We live in a culture that needs to be evangelized by the presence of Catholic teaching and the inspiration to live according to our Catholic way of life. I recommend to you, you're involved, to be involved in the work of Shalom World. May the Lord bless you and bless the work of Shalom World.